Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today marks the 4th of April of the year 2020. Happy death anniversary today to Martin Luther King, prime orator, political snit inducer, and a man who was investigated shortly after his famous I Have a Dream speech for insider trading in the dream interpretation industry. Happy birthday today to the undisputed leader of the Federated Octopus Tribes of New New Zealand, currently celebrating his birthday with a typically mysterious octopus celebration in his home province of New New Zealand. Of course, no humans have been invited to set foot on the new landmass and only 8 out of 10 envoys sent on diplomatic missions there have returned. All of those who come back refuse to speak about what they've seen, making diplomatic negotiations somewhat complex. Long-distance telescopes from a US warship in the waters off the coast can make nothing out but campfires giving off a large amount of smoke and a range of sinister lights reflecting in the sky. Sounds like a fun party. On this day in history, in 1660, King Charles II made freedom of religion not only legal but compulsory. People were required to live by their innermost beliefs, whether they agreed or not with the principles of mainstream religion. This law was rescinded after a pretty spicy 24-hour period of absolute f***ing mayhem. It turns out a lot of people secretly believe in murdering their neighbours, and it is merely the thin scrim of social stigma that holds the razor-sharp teeth of your average Jane from the jugular of that slag Mildred who doesn't trim her hedges. <coughs> And on this day in 1999, Jack Ma founded the revolutionary Chinese internet market Alibaba, your one-stop shop for literally anything you could possibly imagine. From googly eyes to put on your toilet seat, to a penis colander, to budget surveillance equipment, to classy business shirts that turn out to be made to fit a dog. Alibaba's everything you want until it arrives and you realise you didn't want it. What is a penis colander? <laughs> Aside from a, a little-known baseballer of the 1920s. 
Is it a colander shaped like a penis, or is it a colander that sifts penises from fluid? It's a colander for, for getting the moisture out of your penises when they're al dente. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for that, Alex. Your guest today on the podcast is celebrity celebrity Andy Zaltzman, recently back from hosting the first socially distanced reality show, Send in the Clowns, where a series of clowns are kidnapped and sent to a remote ranch in Montana, where rather than being forced into drama-inducing proximity to each other, are just asked to bitch about each other on Skype and exchange sexts by a semaphore. The show was cancelled after just one trailer. Welcome back to the show, Andy. As always on the weekends, because it's Saturday, we'll be taking a step back from the infected handrail that is the latest news and taking a deep breath in the isolated lockbox that is the Weekend magazine. This Saturday we have an Arts at Home edition, but first, some segments of the Weekend magazine we don't have time for. In the Weekend magazine today, a luxury goods special for the ultimate Instagrammable home, including a deer head sculpture made out of plaster, a deer head sculpture made out of a deer head, a plug-in water feature, and a false bookshelf that rotates to reveal a beauty studio for the Agatha Christie murder mystery cast member in All of Us, a double-page spread with judgmental comments on each item. Welcome to your ad section now, because the retail sector has been brought to its knees, and if you want the status quo to resume, you've got to play your part as an indiscriminate consumer. If you're an alien on a brief tour of Earth, it's hard not to be overwhelmed by all the human experiences on offer. We suggest starting with the basics. Place yourself in a fixed point on the space-time continuum, but moving slightly forward in time at the rate of one second per second, reach out an appendage and help yourself to half a glass of water. As long as you're not a soluble or chemically reactive species, or one of those ice dragons, half a glass of water is one of the best things to do while visiting planet Earth. Half a glass of water. The whole surface of the thing's like 71% water, so why not help yourself to a little piece of Earth? Half a glass of water brought to you by the Tourist Board of Earth. Please consult your species equivalent of a doctor before consuming water, lest it spark off an explosive chain reaction. The Tourist Board of Earth cannot be held liable for any explosive chain reactions or the obliteration of your species if you're a core component of a water-soluble hive mind. And a new novel is out from the searing pen of self-styled supernatural romance maven and online bestseller, Dancy Lagarde. Legs in the gloaming. The 43rd installment of Dancy Lagarde's violent, sexy, and occasionally violently sexy Hell's Portico period thriller romance series. Legs in the Gloaming is a pulse-palpitating parable of two hearts torn apart by distance and brought together also by distance. (laughs) Bletchley is a lowly cabin girl working a cruise ship while on the run from a dark past in a small town in North Dakota. Bletchley's telepathic abilities have so far kept her a step ahead of ruin, but her unusual gift attracts the attention of the very man she's trying to escape, the captain of the cruise ship, serial douchebag, lounge singer and mass murderer known only as Captain Bloodhead. Trapped on what was meant to be only a seven-day trip, she's cornered by the evil captain where she has no option but to accidentally sink the ship and take her chances on the open ocean. Washing ashore weeks later, she finds herself on a desert island with the last man on earth she'd ever thought to see again. Her survival lies in the hands of her ex-best friend, vampire master and international stuntman, Blavid, who has been abandoned by enemies on the very same island. They don't recognise each other at first, but the powerful pull of attraction they feel stirs feelings they both only felt once before, dot, 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 with each other. And a glimpse of her legs in the gloaming is all it takes to bring their troubled past roaring back. Can Bletchley forgive Blavid for breaking her heart back in high school when they were best friends harbouring mutual unrequited crushes on each other? Back when he was a mere half-vampire apprentice, half-gymnast, and she an orphaned heiress on the cheer squad? 
Will he have the strength to reveal that he only left because he thought she was too good for him and had fallen in with a Mexican cartel? She used to be so far above him, but now the tables are turned, and in the hot days and steamy nights of the island, they must learn to forgive the past and work together to rebuild the burning passion they left behind them, and also a raft. <laughs> with the big monsoon storms coming and the next cruise ship passing by in only a few weeks, they have to find the treasure of Captain Bloodhead before the International Stunt Council strikes Blavid from their guild and leaves him and Bletchie to the mercy of Blavid's spurned Mexican cartel lover. Legs in the gloaming is rated B for boobs, available in all good airports and abandoned warehouses. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And that's all we have time for for your ads for today. The Last Post. And the top story in the Weekend Magazine is an Arts at Home segment. Andy, you're our Arts at Home expert, having once been one of the panel judges on the ill-fated crew of the short-lived cult reality online streaming series Craft for Serial Killers. So what's going on in the world of arts indoors right now? Well, I mean, it's a very interesting time for art generally that the, um, the world's performance art fraternity is now calling for the global lockdown to be made permanent for the rest of time. <laughs> Since we are all very much becoming our own living works of art, living in, in the way that we do. And it certainly changed the way that we interact with art. And a lot of the great artistic institutions are doing their bit to try to keep art available to the masses. Uh, and the, uh, the National Gallery here in Britain uh, have been going door to door to people's houses <laughs> with their uh, collection of, of paintings, both those from in the gallery and those kept in those strange vaults where most of the world's great art seems to live inaccessible to the human eye. And uh, so they've been going door to door and they've employed um, yeah, thousands and thousands of people who've uh, have been furloughed from, from other jobs uh, to do this, to take a painting around to uh, each house. So you should get one great painting to your front door every week. So they, they turn up and then they put one of those fancy thick gallery ropes on shiny golden bollards that stop you getting too close to the art by your front door wherever you live and then they move two meters back with the artwork they ring your doorbell and they give you 30 seconds to look at it and then pack it up and move on to your next door neighbors and say we'll be back next week with a caravaggio do keep safe andy i've got to say it really does give a different complexion to someone knocking on your door and asking you if you want to talk about jesus if it's a, like a botticelli version of jesus <laughs> exactly we're we're all improving in ways that we never thought we needed to be improved personally you know as an avid collector and aficionado of the world's great artists I'm, I'm finding it difficult really to look at some of the great works i can't now look at a painting which shows people less than two meters apart 
So, I mean, Leonardo's <laughs> The Last Supper is dead to me. I think Bruegel's townscapes are positively dangerous on a social level and police should be cordoning <laughs> off his paintings on health and safety grounds. Obviously, goes beyond visual arts. I mean, it's been an interesting time for drama, really. People obviously can't go to the theatre, but I think we've all found our own theatre in our own internal monologues in this time of, uh, of reflection and, and, and solitude. And uh, if you're doing this lockdown <laughs> right, Alice, I think your internal monologue should be a cross between Brecht, peak grumpiness Beckett, uh, a mid-90s Australian soap as a broad genre and a horse race commentary. So yeah, we, we can all enjoy drama. <laughs> But just in a different way, by listening to our inner selves. Around the great cities of the world, people we're hearing a lot about people going on their balconies and singing songs to each other. There's uh, one place in London I've heard about where people on balconies have been acting out the entire works of Shakespeare on a 24-hour-a-day <laughs> basis, um, bringing joy to some and deep trauma to others. The Poet Laureate in Britain has been... Um, forced to ring people at random and just do a poem down the phone to them so everyone's uh, everyone's chipping in we've had uh, sculpting as well on the bbc radio they've had the uh, the sculptor laureate jeff horn <laughs> scrange just chiseling just the sound of him chiseling and you can try and copy the sound because a lot of the you know the quality of an artist chiseling you can tell from the the particular timbre of chisel on stone so if you can copy that accurately you'll probably end up with quite a decent piece of art but there have been complaints from mail delivery companies about the number of people clogging up the system ordering massive blocks of Italian marble so there, there's a kind of delivery delivery issue than I mean it is easier to get a block of marble than hand sanitizer but that's just the, the world we live in these days so um yeah interesting and and talk about art in the home this is you know one of the great great things about this tragedy is that it's forced to be more in, uh, every, all of us to be more inventive with what with what we have in our castle uh, our homes you know the legacy of modern art is it, i think is really coming coming home to roost in an extremely positive way you know you go back to to marcel duchamp and you know his urinal you know just give things in your house a a fancy name and it's a piece of art and you can you know, whack a label on it and or write it on the wall in permanent marker pen if you want to give your home art a sense of uh, permanence you don't want it to be too ephemeral otherwise what's uh, what's the f-ing point of art so i mean you 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 can be your own duchamp you could just put a label on your toilet you know duchamp called it a fountain other artists done it. i think rodan called it the thinker so you could take your own your own toilet and put up your own little little title on it uh, called maybe Old journey end, new journey begin, and I think that turns a, a humble toilet yeah. into a pretty moving work of art. It really makes us think about the place of our bodies in in the chain of life and, and the chain of existence. We think about the passing of time. <laughs> Each visit to this place of uh, of almost holy spiritual solitary baulic expulsion becomes a moment to <laughs> contemplate the liminal stages of our lives. It's a place of rejection, of purification, of renewal. And of course, of uh, of cryptic crosswords. Um, it makes us think about the concept of of ambition, really. Just this title, this old journey and new journey begin, because we talk so much of our personal journeys these days in life. But what of the involuntary journey of our <laughs> bodily rejecter, the the turd sent on, on a voyage it had had no no personal input in, and engulfed into the unseen megalithic literal and metaphorical sewer, where within humanity hides the true cost <laughs> and damage of our collective lifestyle. So, I mean, it t- turns your humble toilet into a really strident, striking piece of modern art. The toilet roll, such a prized item these days, uh, entitled that The Real Origin of the World, turns out uh, Corbet 
was wrong by going for the uh, the female private parts. <laughs> really, the toilet roll is what really matters to humanity. Uh, your bed, you could call it laboratoire pour la reste de mon éternité, or in English, uh, laboratory for the rest of my eternity. And you confront, uh, force you to confront your mortality. I mean, we've we've been thinking a lot about about mortality in this crisis, and our. You know, the bed is very where we carry out our nightly experiment with temporary annihilation. These diurnal micro deaths that we all uh, uh, we all go through on a on a, <laughs> on a on a daily basis. Are we comfortable with these physically, mentally, emotionally? So turn your bed into a, a window, a simple window. Call it the true television of the soul, because we look through a screen into a world that is not a world that is not as we do on a television screen but an actual world we look from <laughs> into the world that is through the real television and we can infer then a world that was a world that may be a world that has finally stopped and thought about what is was and will be so much better than real television i don't f-ing care who's dressed as a kitchen spatula singing a song about an obviously phallic lollipop your tv <laughs> give that a you know, simple artistic, modern artistic title, The Impossibility of Watching Sport in the Mind of Someone in the Middle of a Global Virus Lockdown with uh, a nod to Damien Hirst. It makes it a very, 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 very harrowingly, harrowingly moving uh, piece. Uh, your old video recorder, de- get your old video recorder out, out of your attic, uh, your cupboard and call it A Memory of Success, A Monument of Failure. And uh, your exercise bike, just call that Untitled Six. <laughs> Just one more item from the the art world. I mentioned Damien Hirst and um, yeah, his famous work, the uh, the iconic shark, uh, has been uh, displayed recently in the Sclavington Gallery of Hypermodern Post Art Art, or SCBA, to give it its acronym. Um, <laughs> and the Sclavington has sent ten lucky competition winners a kit to make their own version of Hirst's iconic 1990s piece. They've sent them a a large glass tank, twenty five thousand litres of formaldehyde, and a recently caught shark with instructions as to how to build their own version of uh, <laughs> Hearst's piece, whose title was, depending on which of the titles, it had many, uh, many titles, uh, best known as The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Someone Living, also known as Dead Shark, Given a Show Burial, Pour Encourager Les Autres, or Take That Jaws, Who's <laughs> Scary Now, Hashtag Humans Rule, or The Shark Without a Pearl Earring, or Sunday in the Tank with Shark, or What is Drowning? Or you can stick your f***ing <laughs> chisel up your ass, Michelangelo, you marble-bothering time-waster. Or my ideal of window shopping. Or if Granny was a shark, I'd do this to her. Or the impossibility of sexy thoughts in the mind of a dead shark in a tank. So, uh, interesting times in the art world, Alice. Very interesting. Uh, so interesting, in fact, I think we do not have time for our letters to the editor, no. more of your letters to the Sorry. editor tomorrow. Remember, you can write a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. The Last Post is a Something Else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. Your guest on the podcast today was Mr Andrew Zaltzman. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. And as we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The fertility doctor, Jan Karbat, was renowned for getting amazing results. Women who were desperate for children would visit him at his Rotterdam clinic. Many would leave pregnant. But when the clinic closed, rumours circulated about the methods the doctor used to achieve his success. 
My name's Jenny Kleeman, and I've been investigating what happened in Carbat's clinic. It's the story of a doctor who was determined to create life by any means possible. The Immaculate Deception, a brand new podcast from something else, coming on March 18th, wherever you get your podcasts.